0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So this is, I think, for a long time, I have not preached on this Sunday, and now I feel like i preached on this Sunday three years in a row, so. <laughs> uh, this is always that, that Sunday where, as, as Ken was telling me before, this is where they, they had Youth Sunday at St. David's and. You always sort of have something like that, or you let a seminarian preach, or you let deacon preach, or somebody. <coughs> but, but it's but it's great. Um, the the reason, of course, is the the, the gospels always this gospel. Um, we we we're now we're now in this three year lectionary cycle, but um, th- three year. Can you hear me better now? Okay. <laughs> Through your uh, lectionary cycle, um, where, where the readings change, but not today. In the gospel reading, the gospel is always the same because it's today, right? I mean, this is the reason that it that it is. It's because um, the the setting is the Sunday after Easter, although it actually starts with Easter the first time. The first time is they're all hidden away. For, for fear of the religious leaders, all 10 of them, because Judas is gone and Thomas wasn't there, so they're all there, except for Thomas, and Jesus comes through the locked door and appears to them and says, peace be with you, and breathes on them, and they receive the Holy Spirit, which in John's Gospel, John's way more interested in the theological constructs than he is in, in chronology and other things, but, but this is the Pentecost scene so he doesn't say, like, wait here and have the ascension or wait here for my spirit or these things. The spirit comes right here in John's gospel, even though it comes later in Pentecost as well. But basically says says, you, you now have my authority in you. My spirit's in you. Remember all of, all of uh, the last couple chapters of, of John before, in between the foot washing and the arrest of Jesus, is all about the Spirit of God coming. I'm sending a counselor. I'm sending someone to help you. I'll be present with you. I have to go in order for me really to be with you always. In some ways, what Jesus said. Um, And here it is in in the form of, of the Holy Spirit. And they tell Thomas. And Thomas is like, hmm, it's less like your kids. When one of your kids gets to experience something and the other one wasn't there, they're never happy about it. though right. so I was like, that didn't even happen. Yeah. And so this is where we have we have this sort of, this thing going on with Thomas on the one hand. But on the other hand, Thomas makes this, this leap um, that maybe the other disciples don't make, and we see that in his confession, right? Um, Thomas says, yeah, unless I put my fingers in, in his hands and my hand in his side and see the actual nail holes, I'm not going to believe. Um, and so next week, which is today, they're all together again, and Thomas is, is there with them, and Jesus appears again. And Jesus says, right, put, put your hands, see, here I am, here's, here's the nail marks, here's my side, go ahead, put your hand in there. And Thomas says, my Lord and my God. And we often, we often um, sit here, and we, we have. I mean, even even as our, one of our just phrases is cultural phrase of doubting Thomas, um, and but there's there's not really there's nothing wrong with doubting, um, at least for, for for a time, and especially because because the reality of the resurrection of Jesus became quickly apparent to Thomas, which is if Jesus is alive, then Jesus is just some messiah. That, that was meant to be. He wasn't the one who's coming to deliver Israel. He's God who came to the world. My Lord and my God is what Thomas says. And you sort of wonder if all the other disciples go like, oh <laughs> like, maybe, huh? Like I, you know, I don't know, right? I mean, the the this this Thomas is the first one who comes up with this confession that we just sang in that that hymn that we sing also once a year and only once a year, because um, not that great a hymn. But the words are really good and it fits the day, right? I mean, we walk by faith and not by sight. Um, and, and talks about talks about this moment of, of my Lord and my God. And for us, as Jesus says to Thomas, um, Blessed are you who believe. Blessed are everybody else, y'all, who who have not seen. And still believe, and really, this is where John's gospel ends. Right, there, lots of other things are written, um, but these are written so that you may come to believe and have life in His name. And then there's John twenty-one, the epilogue, that's probably came after. But but you can sort of see this is where this is where it really really ends. Right, this is where the the the, the gospel ends, that you might have life in His name, that you might believe, that you might know. And uh, we move to Acts of the Apostles, sort of jump off that a little bit to move to the Acts of the Apostles because it's a, it's a great contrast for what happens in the lives of these disciples anyway. Acts 3 through 5 are about like some of the best chapters in the whole Bible. If you only, if you just pick up the Bible and want to read for a little bit, Acts 3 to 5 is so great. First, they, they heal the, the man who's um, who's outside the temple he's begging, and Peter says, "Look at me," and he says, "Silver and gold I don't have, but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Rise and walk." And he gets up, and he walks, and leaps, and praises God, walking and leaping and praising God. But right? you can't get the vacation Bible school out of me ever. Um, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Um, anyway, so he, the man gets up and he he goes in and the disciples go in they begin to teach in the temple and nobody is happy about it and they keep arresting and calling the apostles in front of them and Peter who, what, just six, seven weeks ago were afraid and are hiding behind closed doors are now challenging these same exact religious leaders saying, we don't listen to you. We're listening to God. Um, are we being Are we being arrested for a good deed we did to a cripple? Is that the problem? Is this the problem that we have right here? And and they get to their little holy huddle and they can't figure out. So they beat him. They let him go. Then the apostles start teaching, and all these these signs and miracles happen. And they arrest them again. And an angel of the Lord comes and breaks them out of prison. And they're all looking for the religious leaders to go. Where, where are those guys that we arrested yesterday? And nobody knew where they were. And somebody comes up and says, "Those guys you arrested yesterday—they're in the temple teaching again." And so this is where our scene today. They're pulling them back in front of them and saying, "We told you to stop it," and which is funny in a way, right? A little bit. And Peter just says, "We don't have—we're not listening to you. We're listening to God." you're putting this man's blood on us which is also a little bit funny because they couldn't wait to kill Jesus for three years they're trying to come up with ways to kill Jesus and now they're like you're trying to blame us for this what okay Um, and Peter just continues to be fearless Proclaim who Jesus is, um, and and the fact that that indeed they can't stop proclaiming because God has come to us. My Lord and my God has come into the world to bring life, to bring peace, to bring freedom, to bring. To to the world and and the religious leaders are not going to stop us and if we keep reading one of the Pharisees gets up and he says um, look you need to be careful about how you proceed because if, if there's nothing to it it's going to go away We've already, we've already dealt with this with Thaddeus and Judas. Remember, we've, we've dealt with this already. A couple of these things, they rise up, it all fades away. But if there's something to it, then you're battling against God and it's not going to go well for you. And so they, they let him go. They don't let him go. First they beat them, and then they let them go. Everybody gets like a beating before they, before they get like released. Um, And then it says, and the disciples went back rejoicing that they got beaten so they could suffer in the name of Jesus, which is such a great line. Um, But in these few chapters, we see the transformation that Jesus was talking about in those last moments of his life, in that time after the foot washing until his rest. This transformation that's going to come upon not just the disciples, but all who come to believe in Jesus and have life in his name. This new courage, this new boldness, this new power and light that the religious leaders who, who caused the apostles to be hidden behind locked doors are now being taught to the point where where the religious leaders got into this little group and they say, who are these people? They're uneducated in their teaching like they know something. Because the spirit of God is upon them and is blessing them and is anointing them. And as we come in this Easter season where we're reminded that Easter is not just not just one day of resurrection, but Easter is, is a, a new life, a new reality. We still have flowers. Actually, usually on, on Easter three I'm throwing away the lilies. It looks like by Easter 3 some of our lilies are finally gonna pop open and it's gonna be even more glorious than it was on Easter Day, which is a good reminder that Easter isn't just a moment. That Easter now is is who we are. We are Easter people. People who death and the powers of this world try to keep in check and keep in line. And say you can't do this for this reason, this reason, this reason. And when you hear that enough, a lot of times it leads to doubt. It leads to despair. Is God there? What is God doing? Why is God doing this? We blame God for lots of stuff that might be actually just people. But we expect God just to have all the answers at every time for us instead of just being still and allowing God to wash over us. My Lord and my God who brings peace and hope and life out of darkness, out of the depths of despair. And this is what it is to be Easter people, to allow God to come in and and to to reveal and to be, to bless, even in the midst of our doubts, because doubts are fine. God is here not just to eradicate them, but to allow us to live into them and continue to reveal God's self to us through the Spirit of God, that we might know, that we might love, and more importantly, that we might embrace and feel that love, that we might have that breath, like Jesus, breathing on us, receive the Spirit, receive my life, Receive my love, receive my healing, my grace, my promise. My Lord and my God. This is who we are as Easter people. Coming to embrace, not this season, not just for a season. But as a life. To declare to the world who Jesus is. For we cannot listen to the world but to God. Amen.